1: On our last show, we we're talking about the M two money supply, and mm-hmm. I want to make sure that people grab a hold of this and what is happening with fake money, fiat currency, digital currency, which is already happening, and how to get out of it. We have Doctor Doctor Kirk Elliott breaking it down. Baby.
2: Welcome. Oh, well,
0: it's so good to see you. And I have to apologize because I dropped a bombshell on you at the end of the last show.
2: You did. So we, need
0: cover we need to cover it a little bit more.
2: Yeah, okay, well, explain what is the M2 money supply. What does that mean exactly?
0: Okay. So there's there's M1, M2 and M3, right? So M1 is money supply that includes the very liquid money, like cash, um check deposit, your checking account and travelers checks, okay? Okay. Travelers checks nobody uses them anymore, do they, but but anyways, that that's what's in the definition. M2 is M1 plus less liquid in nature, like um, time deposits like CDs and money market funds. Okay. So really it's everything that's pretty liquid, right? So so this is where people can actually access their money if they need to pay off bills or, you know, go grocery shopping, do whatever they need to do, right? So okay. so if you look at us.clock.org, like what we looked at last week, um, it shows, you know, over time, what the value of gold or silver should be um, based on the money supply growth. Right. And we've got so much money that's been printed over the years that, you know, without um, market manipulation and so forth, you know, gold should have been well over $25,000 an ounce a week or so ago. That's what this showed gold at well over 25,000 an ounce silver at well over, um, I think it was actually, sorry, $2,000 an ounce is what it showed silver. Okay. Well, how could it go to zero? Right. First I thought, okay, it was, like, it was a database glitch, right? It's like they, they didn't update it, right? But then the second day came around, and then the third day, and then the fourth day. It's like, man, this isn't changing. So then I looked at, at how they measure it. You know, you click on the little asterisk um, next to it, and it says, okay, it's money M2 money supply um, basically divided by the number of new ounces of gold or silver, whatever you're measuring, that's coming out of the ground. So here's the thing m2 money supply is shrinking right so so when that's shrinking there it's not available anymore right so how could this not be available anymore when when it was just when all that i've been talking about on your show and other shows Mm -hmm. for like years the government keeps printing money like there's no tomorrow to fund every stimulus under the sun they are that's not an untrue statement they absolutely are but it doesn't hit people's checking account savings account money market accounts if it did then it would be included in that and people would have the money available to spend and it would actually technically you know theoretically grow the economy okay but what are they doing with all that money they're using it to pay off the u.s debt to raise the debt ceiling to fund every stimulus under the sun the 1.7 trillion dollar omnibus spending bill all this crap right that's what they're using that for and so it never makes it to the people Mm-hmm. So M2 money supply is shrinking. So so last year during COVID, and we've talked about this numerous times, the reserve requirement at banks went to zero, so banks don't have to have any money on hand. Right. Yep. And they pulled $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banking system via reverse repo mechanism. So here's the thing, with the emergence of central bank digital currencies coming to the forefront... It's happening, like now, right underneath our nose. This is what the talks in Davos were all about—the mm-hmm. new system that they're going mm-hmm. to be un, not unveiling, but forcing like down rolling our out? I'm unleashing,
2: I'm unleashing. I mean, yeah, unleashing
0: the beast, right? Mm-hmm. So, so this is what they're doing. So, in preparation for that, and this is my theory, they're pulling cash, paper money out of the system in preparation for a central bank digital currency wow. right so so this is why the money the m2 money supply has has gone so low that they they don't measure that gold and silver in in relative terms anymore because m2 money supply is shrinking so much mm-hmm. so you can't divide by negative you can't divide by zero right so it's like man what does this all mean well it means central bank digital currency is coming and they're preparing for it and and just like Uh, a follower of Jesus becomes, could be a missionary and evangelize and they brag about their faith. Right. Mm -hmm. And they, to, to the globalist central bank, digital currency, their new system, this command and control, communist, Mm -hmm. fascist global government that they want, that is their religion. And they're bragging about it. You know, Years ago, it used to be, it's all hidden in the shadows and they don't want to talk about it. Now it's like, Oh, this is what we're going to do. And we're proud about it.
1: Yeah. Now they're calling their shots.
0: Yep. Yeah. And nobody seems to care. Whew. I mean, this is the wild thing. So, so, anyways, that's what I wanted to finish up with because we ran out of time on the last show, but this just tells us that this is happening. So, there's more of a demise of the dollar happening. So, at Davos again, when they met, um, Saudi Arabia made an announcement. Yes. So their announcement was they are going to consider trading in other currencies. So what does this mean? Ooh, looks like an innocuous US headline, dollar, but it's bad for the U.S. dollar. It's actually devastating. Mm-hmm. So here's how it's going to work. If they're selling oil to China, they're going to say, OK, we'll take the yuan in exchange for the oil instead of the U.S. dollar. Because the petrodollar meant that all oil settlements globally, regardless of country, was traded in U.S. dollars that had built in demand for our currency. Or if they're trading oil to, with Mexico, they'll take the, the peso. If they're trading oil with Russia, they'll take the ruble or any country in Europe, they'll take the euro. Right. So, so they are basically saying we want our trading partners to benefit and we don't care about America. We don't care about the petrodollar system anymore. We're getting rid of it. We're dumping it. So this is going to, you think we've seen inflation now? Mm. No, haven't seen anything yet. Because they are going to have to print like there's no tomorrow with no more demand for the U.S. dollar because of what was just said. Now, in addition to that, you've got other problems with, with uh, Russia and Iran. Mm-hmm. So Russia and Iran are actually now basically joining banking forces to start their own SWIFT program. So, Russia and China did this a while back when when Putin put mm-hmm. the nuclear economic option on and said, "Hey, Russia, you're out of the SWIFT system." Well, Russia said, Putin said, "Well, so we'll we'll just go to China and use their program called SIPS, mm-hmm. right?" So they still had international wires coming in and out of Russia. Our, our option didn't do anything right, right. A- at all. Yep. Right. So so now Russia's helping Iran and basically saying we're going to join banking forces. And we're going to start our, our own version of SWIFT. So Iran, any kind of sanctions that are put on you, you don't have to worry about it because we're going to start our own thing. Well, then what's weird is Iran made that, that pact with Russia. The very next day, Israel starts shooting missiles at Iran. It's like, what's going on? This is like economic and physical war happening all at mm-hmm. once. Yeah. Right. So. So you've got those kind of things happening, which are going to be devastating to the dollar. Yep. But, but let's look at a couple of other things. So, so if you look at interest rates, the Fed needs to slow down inflation, right? They, they right. absolutely slow it down. The only way to do that with their tools that they have would be to stop printing money. They're not going to do that. No. Right. Or they can raise rates higher than the inflation rate. Here's the, the ugly reality. In 1983, interest rates are 18%. Inflation was 14.6%. This is why rates had to get to 18% because they had to slow down that inflation. 1996, Clinton changed how they measured inflation to understate it. So if you go back to 1983 as the baseline, today's true inflation would be about 24%. So they have wow. to jack up interest rates to over 24% to slow down inflation. So this, this article that I was that I was reading about um what the fed is going to do it's the highest mm-hmm. rate of of increases ever and the fed is now owning up to the crisis that they created but they don't know how to get out of it right. so here again mm-hmm. like what we talked about on the last show central bank digital currencies are going to be their answer it's not going to have anything to do with anything but this is going to be their answer you know klaus schwab said this is going to be the year of polycrisis yep. multiple crises happening at the same time this is all evidence of what they are talking about is happening so what's another crisis that that could happen well this has to do with our debt and the interest rates because interest rates have doubled over the last year doubled gone from 3.22% to well over 6 so what has that done to our interest payments so the Federal Reserve of St. Louis tracks this. So look at this chart. So in 2020, the interest-only payments on our on our national debt was about $500 billion a year. Now it's over $800 billion. Just wow. interest-only payments. That chart, if you look at it, it's going parabolic. It's starting to go straight up. They can't keep up. Every time you raise rates... It increases the debt service and the interest payments on our national debt. So we we now have a budget that's like six point eight trillion. Well, no, six point eight trillion dollars is our budget under Biden. We bring in about three point eight to four trillion. Well, that's like two point eight trillion dollars underwater in one right. year. But, but because of this, we've now added another four hundred billion dollars in just interest payments. And what did Jerome Powell say? Chairman of the Fed said, we're going to keep raising rates until we kill inflation. That's what they did in the early there's, 80s. There's no stopping it. There's no stopping it. So rates are going to keep going up. And if unofficial inflation is at 24%, what Jerome Powell said, if you put numbers to it, is we're not going to stop you know, raising rates until, until we outpace inflation, which means rates probably have to get into the mid-20s for them to actually kill inflation. Well, that won't just kill inflation. That'll kill the entire economy. Right. Right. Oh, but just in time for central bank digital currencies to come in and save the day. Right. It's like, Oh my word. So everything that we are seeing is actually moving towards this physical manifestation of a spiritual battle that's being waged. Yeah. And it's, it's an attack on our lives and on our soul and on our, and what are people going to do? They will willingly, like I've talked about numerous mm-hmm. times with you, is they will willingly give up their freedoms and their privacy in exchange for peace. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and security. It's and through, it doesn't even the, have to be real peace or security; It can yeah. just be perceived. Yeah, they'll stand the, the line for the CBDCs,
2: forward. you're saying through mm-hmm. the central yeah. bank digital currencies.
0: Yeah, that's that's their answer, and people will willingly say, "Yeah, let's do it if that's going to fix it." So we can actually feed our babies, and we can actually live and and heat our homes or cool our homes, and 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 pay our rent. I mean. California has this stupid bill right now where the the um you can't evict somebody moratorium. So if you have renters and you're a landlord, you're a homeowner, apartment owner, whatever, well, you can't evict people if they don't pay. It's like what in what world does this actually make yep. sense? Why would anybody ever want to be a landlord? Right. Right. So so that removes real estate as a tangible asset that you might yep. want to own. Right, So so the answer is to put a smile on your face, which there's always hope in these, these horrible messages that we bring. I
2: can't <laughs>
0: that this of is course, because
2: you bring God to every equation.
0: Well, yeah. I, and I can't help it that this is the news that we're talking about. We live in a dark world yeah. that, that's getting worse, right? But we do have solutions. We do have answers mm-hmm. because the, none of this that we're seeing, I'm sure God's not up there thinking, oh, not... I didn't see this coming. Right. Right. No, he's not saying that. He's saying, okay, my children, I've got an answer for you. Right. Right. I'm going to give you wisdom. I'm giving you knowledge. I'm going to give you discernment. I am going to give you peace in the midst of the storm. One of the ways that we can do that financially is with gold and silver. Mm -hmm. It will bring peace in the midst of the storm financially. But what are other ways? I mean, if you read uh, 1 Chronicles 4, right, the prayer of Jabez, it's an amazing prayer. Jabez, his name means pain. His yes. mom named him pain. Exactly. Right? And so, so but, but he had this prayer, and he was, he was more honorable than his brothers. And he said, Lord, bless me indeed. Yes. Indeed means five exclamation points after bless me. A lot of times people think, oh, living a life of abundance is going to be horrible. I'm not talking about name it, claim it, anything like that. I'm just saying God is a God of abundance in our finances, mm-hmm. in, our, in our soul, with relationships, with everything that we have. Right. And then he said, once you have that abundance, the second part of the prayer was increase my territory mm-hmm. so that it won't be in pain. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you have abundance, you have to have your territory increased. So you have more places to give. All of this is about a lifestyle of giving. And what did it say after that? And God granted his request. Yep. So, and he asked to be blessed and, and for his territory to be increased. So this is what we're doing here, right? This is one of those answers to a a God prayer of what am I going to do in this world? Well, you want to be blessed. You have to take care of your finances, right? I will bless you. But then also Mm -hmm. pray that you can find places to give to people in need, right? Because we are to model Christ. He was the ultimate giver. Yeah. He gave us life for crying out loud, right? And God gave us his son. So Mm -hmm. as, as believers, we should mimic that of being an extravagant giver, And increase our territory, and God's going to bless us. And this peace of mind that we get from investing properly during these times we're living in will put a smile on your face and will bring hope.
2: Man, that is so good. You know, it's interesting because a good friend of mine, I hadn't read The Prayer of Jabez, Jabez the, the actual book, you know, in uh, in a while. And a friend of mine from Oregon actually reminded me of it. Teresa, she, she's been reading through it. I actually pulled that book back out and I actually got it for our grandchildren yep, too. Yep,
1: they have the kid version.
2: Yeah, they do. So that's incredible. Now you can find out more information. Get your questions answered by going to flyovergold.com. It's a landing page. When you scroll down to the bottom, there's a place to fill out your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to answer your questions. It's a free consultation. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything. You can also call 720-605-3900. Don't wait. Do it today. Dr. Kirk, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your wisdom. Yeah. Thank you for who you are. Everything that you've done that's led you up to where you are today. We are so thankful for that. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking what are you gonna do about your finances?
1: If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold. You could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It would not You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you. Even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything.